0: Wait, this one's for you two, D and Lance, all right? It's just got, it's kind up of like 40, forty sixty, I think soon, right? I think, 460, what's it going to be all this 500? What's
1: the fucking, what's the episode going with, mate? All right, Sam. Yeah, I'm sure Dee, Dee will do this. <laughs> Say that, boys happy boys love you all. oh yeah my favorite podcast
2: is the sick and wrong podcast because it's a very good podcast oh yeah 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 lance wackily and d segue into the stories and the fans vote, which is the sickest of the week, and then they do phone calls and emails, it's a funny, 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 funny show, Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful podcast.
3: Good evening. Welcome to Sick Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D-Simon.
4: E. I'm Lance Wackerly.
3: What's up there, Wacker? Not much. Aren't you going to say uh, happy birthday, D? I was just about to say yeah. I'm
4: anticipating uh, your birthday uh, c- uh, coming down there to visit you. Well, not there, but uh, Las Vegas in Nevada to visit you uh, this coming weekend. I Friday. can't think
3: of a more fitting place to celebrate your 40th birthday than uh, Vegas.
4: Did you register somewhere for your birthday gifts?
3: That <laughs> do you, you? I haven't do gotten that? you anything yet? Um, I, I'm I'm waiting. I'm 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 shuddering in anticipation to uh, see what your gift will be. Oh boy! Should it be of the gag variety? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're just going to buy it at the gift store of the shitty hotel you're staying at in downtown Vegas.
4: Where's the place closest place I can buy depend undergarment? <laughs>
3: So we're gonna be in downtown Vegas this weekend. It'll be a lot of fun. I, I prefer downtown to uh, the Strip because, as do I. Well, because in terms of people watching, you just see the wackiest people. Not to mention, you know, you still get free drinks downtown because they want you to stay there. So they're you get free, give drinks. free drinks.
4: There's gambling. I mean, they they have reno- They've renovated Fremont Street.
3: Well, no, they they, do, they don't as much at the Strip. Like you go to like Bellagio or Caesars or any of those places, they might give you one. But downtown, if you go to like the Four Queens or Binions or, or the Golden Nugget, they're gonna give you like as many drinks as you want, as long as you have like five bucks in the video poker. Yeah. So you'll see. We'll we'll get quite <laughs> wasted. Anyway. It's more authentic. One person I'm planning on hanging out with, hopefully, when, uh, when I'm in Vegas is our special guest, Ryan Keeley. Here What's here up? live in the Cigarong Studio. Uh-huh. How are you doing, Ryan?
5: I am really excited for this weekend. And I have to agree with you. I also, too, love downtown Vegas so much more than the strip. It's here's the thing I just want to play $5 blackjack until I have either I'm either up or I haven't lost more money than what I
3: would have paid for in free drinks. Right. That's totally true. Like, because if you're at like Hard Rock, uh, the Hard Rock Casino, it's like, what's what's the minimum? Like, fifteen bucks, twenty. Bucks? Every,
5: every place except for downtown is at least a fifteen dollars, and in the evenings on like a Friday or Saturday, you can't even find anything under twenty five dollars a hand. I'm not that rich, man.
3: That's the thing. It's not as fun. Like, no. I, I, especially when I'm drunk, I can rationalize like, just oh, five dollars a hand. Sure, I'll play fifty hands.
5: Yeah, and here's the thing: you're not going to lose more than you'll get in free drinks.
3: Exactly. So
5: it's it's. Even if you're down, you still win in good times.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and memories. you get to get trashed because they'll keep giving you drinks so they want you to stay at their shitty casino. Absolutely.
4: And I think they put up with more shit too, right? Because they're not trying oh. to foster some family environment down
3: there. <laughs> so, You know, that's, I do find that really funny though. It's like, cause they have that light show on Fremont street. Yes. And so like some of the, like the really kind of white trash families have their whole kids there staying in one of those shitty casinos.
5: My goal this year is to actually get down to Fremont street in pants because I always go down there and I'm in some cocktail dress and I can never take the zip line. And I guess I could.
2: <laughs> Is this
5: I, I, you know, I'm clearly, I've been in porn, so I'm not really shy about covering up my cooter, but I'm just, the cold breezes on my vagina at, going on a zip line.
3: Just, yeah. It sounds
5: frigid. Like, it, the lips might fall off.
3: I assume, <laughs> though, you, uh, you on a zip line would be quite a popular uh, zip line ride, though. <laughs> I, I yeah. think you'd get a lot of... Uh, they the, might comp you. Yeah, I was about to say, they probably would comp you, and uh, you, you'd get a good turnout for that. Friday night. We'll see yeah. what's going on. So, Ryan, uh, thanks for coming down. I know you're doing your show today on uh, yes. Playboy.
5: Yes, I am coming straight from Playboy TV. If you could see me, uh, you'd see that I am in uh, model garb, which is a full face of makeup and sweatpants. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ryan's show is Jukebox Live, which... Um, is every
5: if- Wednesday on Playboy TV. You call and you get a request. Uh, the porn that you want to see and you got to talk to me you got to talk to our guest tonight we had Puma Swede and tonight we're actually giving away sex toys for every caller that got on sex, air
3: like what like, uh, like fleshlights
5: it wasn't quite it's not as fancy as a fleshlight that we have given those away before these were from Doc Johnson they were called the Virgin Pussy Palm Pal which I had to shoot I had to say repeatedly on the
3: show which was the worst say that three times fast
5: Virgin Pussy Palm Pal Virgin <laughs> Pussy Palm <laughs> Pussy
3: see Pal. that's a professional
5: Virgin Pussy Palm Pal <laughs> Oh, yeah it was it, it was
3: what does that look like i mean it's just a, a virgin pussy you put on your hand and you
5: it's it's be- it's basically like any like jack-off toy but the thing is that it's virgin so you put when you put your finger why well, i put my fingers because i don't have a dick <laughs> um you get, actually there's a popping of the hymen experience sadly no splatter pack
4: i was a little
3: disappointed oh, in their authenticity. A yeah yeah you'd think does a splatter cry? pack would be necessary <laughs> yeah <laughs> Like
4: Teddy Rockspin.
3: <laughs> so embarrassed. Why with you? So how does that show work? Like at just random dudes call and they say, oh, this is my favorite scene in porn. I, I don't even think I have a favorite scene in porn. Well,
5: people call and they request things. Um, it's a great way to get to know new porn stars and new scenes because people call in and they're like, oh, I want to see some hot girl and girl action. And we'll pull like a really awesome scene.
3: Oh, so they're not naming like a specific scene from a specific porn. But you
5: can request for your favorite star, your favorite scene, you can request nurse videos, threesomes, doggy, whatever.
3: whatever. So, okay, you're requesting a genre. So, like, if I called up and I was like, do you guys have a scene from the movie Fatliners with Ron Jeremy? You ever see that?
5: Uh, sadly, no, <laughs> and I'm, I'm a little disappointed in myself.
3: It's great. Ron Jeremy uh, fucks the biggest woman I've ever seen in porn <laughs> in the kitchen. Did you ever see that, Wacker? Please
5: tell me there's frosting involved. I saw
3: Life in the Fat Lane. Life in the Fat Lane, another good movie.
5: We had a title tonight that was uh, Wake Me Up Before You Come Come. So I, was like, I was just disappointed. I was like, and it wasn't Wham-themed, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Wham could totally make for a porn parody, but they were just stealing the line.
3: Wake mm. Me Up Before You Come Come.
5: Yeah, Brazzers, you guys have terrible titles. <laughs> terrible.
3: So people call up, they request different scenes, They re- or request genre, uh-huh. uh, di- different genres. And then do you comment while the, the movie's playing? Like
5: i comment before and after um and i and i love talking to the guests we had um we have a caller that's 88 years old that calls me and thanks me for keeping his dick hard in his old age which <laughs> makes me feel like oh, i'm nice. really doing a service for the community we have another guy called wolfman he's wolfman from mars and he comes in and he does like the ow <laughs>
3: and, wait you let them come into the studio uh
5: there there is no no um i let they call in they call in so okay, but we, so we have regulars call. and we've got great people that call in um most people abide by my rule, which is if you're watching my show, you can't wear pants.
3: Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I like that rule.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's fun. We preview movies that are coming up on Playboy TV. It's, it's, it's a good time. But most, it's, it's always about meeting the girls and having the girls come on. And so people can have a chance to call in and talk to their favorite and porn talk star. talk to a porn star. Yeah. So Puma
3: Squeed, uh, she's an older porn star, right?
5: I would call her Milftastic, yes.
3: Milftastic so wait you're we were just talking about this what is the cutoff like what's the age range for milf porn
5: so i started shooting milf porn when i was 25
3: (laughs) 25 years old
5: 25 years old is when i started and actually i had to retire at 28 because i I was starting to get a little depressed about the situation because being movies like milf on milf so it wasn't even like there was a girl older than me and i was in a milf scene it was like clearly i am a milf on another milf
3: it's it's so insane i don't understand that what it like you know how like dogs are, a dog is like seven years to every human year. What's well, like a porn star?
5: It's the exact same. <laughs> and so you're, you're a teen for a couple years and then you get a very briefly be a glamour model. And then after, after that point, they're confused because in, in porn, they have to break everything down into a genre. So if they can't tag it, then they don't know how to define you.
3: So what's gilf? Like 35?
5: Yeah. Wow. 37.
3: God, do you ever notice how that when you're looking at uh, when it says like sexy milf on like ujizz.com or whatever? And you're like, she's not a milf. She's like, like no, then you're disappointed. You're like, this girl's girl's half my age. I look at her. I'm like, what are you talking about? That makes me feel old.
5: I think that's why milf porn is so popular is because the women in milf porn are like 25 to 42. And most people that watch porn are in that age range, and so they want to watch women their own age because that's what they're fucking. They're like, yeah, there's some so I fly-ass ass 33-year-olds, and I'm want to get all up in that pussy, or I'm going to jerk off to something <laughs> that's actually attainable.
3: All up in that pussy. So, uh, you know what I, was, uh, what I wanted to bring up? Do you, do you guys talk about, like, trends in porn? Like, what do God, you think, I wish. What do you think of current events porn?
5: I mean, here's the thing. The show's on Playboy TV, so we have to... Submit to a certain um, standard.
3: Well, so they have like Playboy... Is it Playboy approved content?
5: Uh, well, we're, we're part of Playboy Plus, which is owned by Manwin, which owns... It's... I should not talk... We, should, we shouldn't get involved in, uh, in the complexity of
3: the... Of current, the current porn situation. Basically,
5: yeah. what's... There would be an antitrust lawsuit, but it's porn and no one cares. So <laughs> if it's not owned by Manwin, we don't get to show it. Um, so it's... If people call it, it has to be something in the Manwin thing. And so that's definitely very straight ahead porn i on the other hand like some freaky shit and so we don't really watch a lot of that in
3: a jukebox oh okay so there's no like fisting porn or anything no. like that
5: well here's the thing the reason it's, it's called jukebox live with two x's is that because playboy tv is what we call double x that means Whoa. that uh well we do show penetration and we do show orgasms we don't show cum shots squirting or any butt stuff or as we call it the balloon knot so if we see a balloon knot we don't see anything so it, it's you can't uh, even see the bubble. Oh. yeah so it's it's mm-hmm. a double X channel. So it's it's not, and that's what the difference between double X and triple X. And there's actually something as one point five X that they need for Germany.
3: Uh, so what is like a single X? Is that softcore?
5: Single X is softcore. So you're seeing nudity and you're seeing people humping, but you're not seeing any penetration.
3: So what is bestiality? This is what like we, we always used to watch in the hotel. Bestiality is legal. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Waggerly? The the single X is
4: what we used to watch in the hotel room, but. When I look at the, you know, the guide when I'm in the hotel room,
3: apparently now they've got more double X stuff. So, wow, I didn't even know. Seems but like, like it. But like now the stuff on Showtime or Skinamax, that's like single X. Here's
5: else. the thing. HBO, I used to shoot softcore. And HBO put me out of a goddamn job because what they're doing on Game of Thrones and Shameless and all those shows is way more hardcore than anything that I ever shot in a softcore film. It's bullshit.
3: Yeah, they're <laughs> showing incest.
5: It's, oh, you know what I discovered today? That... Adult incest relationships are legal in the
3: state of New Jersey. I never even knew that.
5: I just discovered that. I was like, so if you're an adult and you're having a consensual incestual relationship with someone in your family, it can be a father. It can be a
3: father and a daughter.
5: Father and daughter. As long as they're both of consenting age and they live in New Jersey, it is not a crime.
3: You know, actually, now that I think about it, I read a a story about a girl who's marrying her dad. Is that in Jersey? Uh, I think so, yeah. Wow. I, would,
5: I would assume so.
3: That is disturbing. That is well,
4: disturbing. I have no problem
3: with that.
5: <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> the freak's got to go somewhere.
4: Yeah. And the whole, I think the whole like, genetic mutation thing, I think
3: that takes generation after generation.
5: Totally. totally. It's not like, you're, you know, it's the Egyptian pharaohs where they're interbreeding yeah. for centuries. Yeah, look
3: at or the, the, the Jews. Amish. Look at the Jews, though. There's been a lot mm. of inbreeding in there to get us, to get yeah. us the way we are today. I don't think Jerry Seinfeld or Woody Allen was created in just two generations. That's what I'm saying that took a that took a that took several generations. I mean well, just distilled down perfection.
5: And it's true, and and Woody Allen still is showing that preference for incest.
3: Did they ever make like a Seinfeld porn parody? They did. They did? Yeah. What was it called?
5: I think this is not Seinfeld Triple X. <laughs> or Seinfeld the porn parody or yeah they, they, they've they kind of run out of ideas and well,
3: porn that's what I was I was reading something about uh, the current events porn is like this new trend where they're doing uh, they're commenting on current cultural events so they're doing a porn parody of Bill Cosby
5: please just do Charlie Hebdo porn Charlie Hebdo porn I'm so sur- yeah I'm surprised they haven't tackled that yet I know just I mean, here's the thing: if, if they're going to be so touchy about, I mean, or so blatantly racist when it comes to interracial, I mean, why not just show the prophet Muhammad getting his dick sucked?
3: You know, I'm surprised uh, Larry Flint hasn't gone there.
5: Well, here's the thing: Larry, Larry Flint is completely medicated and is a walking—well, not a, a rolling corpse, excuse <laughs> me.
3: Oh, <laughs> a rolling corpse. Yeah, that guy hasn't walked in quite a few years, <laughs> decades.
5: I don't know, probably half a century. About.
3: Yeah, no, it's been like since the 70s, right? Is that when he got shot?
4: Who's yeah. more feeble, Larry Flint or... Uh, Stephen Hugh Hawking? Hugh Hefner.
5: <laughs> oh, my, can we get a feeble off between Hugh Hefner and Larry Flint? Because that oh. would be... Hey, you know, I probably
4: maybe should uh, take that back since you work for Playboy TV. Oh. <laughs> now that
3: would be a wobbly H. It really would be. <laughs> be. Extremely wobbly. That would be a very wobbly
5: H. <laughs> I don't, well, it won't quite be an H because Larry can't stand up, though his right. dick is on
3: hydraulics. Ooh. Yeah, you're right. Oh, he's got the pump? It'd be a yeah. lowercase h. Yeah, he's got that. Possibly. So, yeah. so uh, Ryan, you're going to be in uh, Vegas covering the AVN Adult Entertainment Expo, which is going on this week.
5: I, yeah, and I'm very, I haven't been in years, and that's because I'm disappointed in the porn industry. And that's because people quit paying for porn, and because that porn stars don't have money for drugs. So going to these shows went from being an all-out bacchanal to girls actually like sh- sobering up. And taking a shower to go to these goddamn shows, and networking to get more work.
3: Wait, you got to be kidding me! Like these girls, they don't look—they don't look like uh, just slags, just like rolling in there after partying all night. Well, they look a little
5: slag-ish, but that's due to the spray tan and the the, you know face fucking. But
3: (laughs) (laughs) do people take it seriously now? Yeah.
5: People, take, people have always taken porn really seriously. I mean, and here's the thing. One of my favorite directors of all time, John Leslie, considered himself a renaissance man and notor. I mean, he, he, he scored original jazz scores for his fuck films. I mean, so here's the thing is that people have always taken porn seriously. But now the girls have to take it seriously because there isn't enough money. So they can't afford to get fucked up on drugs, which is kind of ruins the point of porn.
3: Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, isn't that what's supposed to be, like, wild orgies and uh, drugs? It used to yeah. be,
5: and now people can't afford, you know, drugs in a good time.
3: What uh, what hotel? Uh, which hotel are they doing it at?
5: It's going to be at the Hard Rock Hotel this year.
3: So has it in years past been, like, at like the Wynn or Bellagio or something? It used to be
5: at the Venetian. We used to do it at the Sands uh, Expo Center at the same time as CES. CES complained, which was so funny, is that they did it, uh, at the same time, for years, and it was great for both industries. And when CES uh, and the Sands kicked uh, the adult entertainment expo out, they probably lost about half of the traffic. That was yeah, at the same kind of time. Of yeah, so it, it crippled the industry. I'm not expecting much from the. C- I mean, there's a lot of great women in porn that are really passionate about what they do and love what they do and shoot amazing scenes, but um, the coke fueled orgies are just not going to be there, and so that puts a damper on my whole trip.
3: So I mean, are they just not even partying anymore? Or is it just really toned down?
5: It's really toned down. I mean, here's the thing: is, is that I started work. I mean, I'm 30 years old. I started working porn when I was 18, and so I worked uh, behind the scenes at 20. I was working as an assistant at a company, and every party was just coke fueled orgies. That and that's that's what it used to be because people had tons of money, and this was right when people were first making money off the internet and making money off of DVD sales. I mean, this is when uh, I mean red light. I mean, the fall of the industry can actually be traced back to Red Light changing the wholesale price on adult DVDs from thirteen fifty per piece to six fifty per piece. And yeah, that's but who wants they-
3: to buy those six fifty DVDs? Are those like the six hour ones, with like Ryan Jeremy, and like six. That was the wholesale price
5: back in the day. That was the wholesale price. <laughs> the industry is dead, and so.
3: So do you think is it like a bunch like a you know like a, a room full of bitter porn stars complaining about the internet? Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. That,
5: that's oh, wow. been every porn party I've been to for the last three years. And that's God why I don't damn, go anymore. internet,
3: uh, ruined my life. Yeah.
5: That's exactly oh, what it is. I'd <laughs> like to sit
4: in the room and complain about the internet with some porn
5: stars.
3: <laughs> it sucks. So is like Ron Jeremy there? Like the porn royalty? What about like Jenna Jameson? Ron Jamison? Jeremy
5: is not porn royalty. Neither is Jenna Jameson. Like,
3: Who, who's porn royalty these days? Nina Hartley?
5: I love Nina dearly, but no. Um...
4: See that's real MILF. Porn. I can't even. About, what about Jesse James?
5: Jesse Jane is still doing
3: well. Um, Jesse Jane, yeah.
5: I don't know who's porn royalty now. Probably. I mean, it depends on whoever's working the most.
3: So I mean, do they still do the whole thing where like uh, a comedian will host the award show? I then-
5: I would assume so, but I've been to enough AVN shows. Do not go to the AVN show unless you want. Um, to think about
3: killing yourself <laughs> are you talking about the are you talking about the ward show or are you talking about the expo the, the expo is a
5: good time the expo is hilarious because there's a bunch of perverts there's a bunch of bunch of porn chicks all crammed into his space getting weird for a couple of days and here's the thing it's a convention space with the lights on so imagine the weirdest strip club you've ever wow, been to yeah. in fluorescent lighting with fanboys, with cameras.
3: Wow, that is really creepy. I mean, and what directors
5: is, taking themselves seriously. I
3: pictured it to be like all 40 year old Asian dudes.
5: They're, 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 they have a contingent.
3: Yeah, yeah <laughs> there's a group of them. But I mean, what's it like? Are you able to just, you just go up and you like, ask the porn star to pose for a picture? Uh-huh, sign and they her, they have stuff sign to sign, a sign a
5: and give away, yeah.
3: Okay, so you get her autograph and then you post for It's just, God, could you imagine what that room must smell like? Like than any Comic-Con. comic convention. Yeah. <laughs> Add a little bit of herpes, but you know. Well, there's something you that can't the
5: girls...
4: smell
3: herpes, can you? I don't know. <laughs> Go to the
4: expo. Damn it! <laughs>
5: That's been my prevention method. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't smell like herpes.
3: But is it fun? I mean, do you, or is it just really tragic?
5: honestly I haven't been in three years and so I'll have to come back and tell you the I am beyond man. excited because with this job with Playboy for the past year I have gotten to meet some amazing girls in the adult industry and while they can't afford drugs I'm pretty sure most of them drink so I'll be uh, have a little stash of tequila and see if I can get them to get crazy
3: oh that is awesome <laughs> All right. I might try to have, we're gonna have to come meet uh, Ryan when I we're in Vegas I concur yeah that's yeah. gonna be cool so do they have this is one thing I was wondering are they going do they have panels with porn stars like, like they do a Comic Con where they have a panel where they debate scientific studies such as this one uh, the nature and origin of squirting and female sexuality uh yes they do they actually have panels with they porn
5: totally stars. have panels with porn stars um, <laughs> i was actually a little disappointed this year because i'm not speaking on one of them uh, because pretty much anyone's qualified uh, the one that i saw that i wanted to go to was something about the cross-section of uh Pornography and cosplay About how to cosplay In a way that doesn't Upset your fanboy fans <laughs> Which is just, important Which is something That I care about
3: uh, You can gender bender Do Batman Gender bender Batman But don't look too slutty
5: No I think you can Gender bender But it's just make sure That you're not mixing In Marvel elements
3: Okay so if you're Like Unless a combination Yeah Of two different characters So be true to the character
5: Don't shoot like a Batman masturbation scene With, with Marvel print ca- You know Pillows on oh. the couch Because that's just okay. A dick move
3: so yeah. did you hear about the recent study from France where they actually disproved uh, that they were they proved that squirting is actually just urine? Ugh, what, do you, what do you okay, think of this? I
5: have as a former writer for actually I, I I have been a sex writer for Penthouse Forum from 2010 to literally just last month. I have done and I have also worked in squirting lesbian films. I am also a squirter. Here's the thing. (laughs) And here's the thing about proving anything scientifically is that there's been so little I just wanna know what was the sample how many squirters did they survey to determine whether or not it was just urine?
3: They had seven women.
5: Yeah, okay, that's not enough to be a broad (laughs) statistic. That's not not a statistic. That's not a broad scientific sample
3: at all. That's embarrassing. This is what they said. Seven women without gynecologic am- abnormalities uh, who had reported recurrent and massive fluid emission during sex. They went. Uh, they had uh, provoked sexual arousal. They did uh, pelvic ultrasound, ultrasound scans uh, before urination, but it's only during seven. sexual stimulation, and after squirting.
5: Well, I can tell you one thing. What I consider squirt and what I consider urine tastes different. There may be some urine in my squirt. I don't know. I don't care because it feels too good. Um, I mean, and I've accidentally squirted in my own face.
3: But well, I wonder if it's because urine, but you know, the thing, has wasted it. Maybe it's just seven
5: it's, isn't enough for a science. That's not a scientific study. That's like, hey, I'm gonna ask seven of my friends. That's that's like that's like saying
3: picking out just yeah. It's like walking people. up to strangers
5: on the street and being like, hey guys, blah, blah blah. Seven is not a scientific study. And the thing that the reason squirting hasn't been proven or disproven, just like the G spot, still it still hasn't been proven to exist. It's been rumored to exist since the '70s. Still has not been proven is because the proper scientific uh, practices have not been implemented.
3: I would love to see a panel discussion of porn stars debating uh, whether or not um, squirting is cum or piss.
4: I would like uh, the weird nerdy white-coated lab guy to come in and be like, "It is (laughs) piss." Or all the all the all the porn stars gang up on him. And they should
3: almost do that at the convention. Actually, like uh, you know, have them achieve orgasm. And girls can usually a lot of girls can squirt. Yeah, on command. No, they can't. Okay,
5: no, they can't squirt on command. Here's the thing. So as someone that squirts, um, I actually at one point in my career quit booking squirting scenes because I'm like I can't do that on demand guys sometimes it happens sometimes it doesn't I don't want to
3: oh so it's just sell random you
5: a, a, f- for me it was random um one of the last scenes that I shot in, in porn I showed up and like oh yeah so we're shooting squirting scene today and I'm like you know I'm not a squirter I don't book squirting scenes I'm not a liable squirter and the other girl looked to me and she says oh you can just pee on me <laughs> <laughs> I was like all right someone go get me two gallons of water <laughs> you know
3: do you know squirting is the seventh seventh most searched term porn term uh, worldwide, according to Pornhub,
5: I thought Lisa Ann was the
3: first. Is it? This is seventh. I don't know if Lisa Ann's the first, but she's. You a don't popular have the rest term. of them. No, I'm just saying squirting is so popular that it's the seventh search term. So dudes are into it.
5: Well, here's the thing is, is that men can actually, the thing about squirting is that men can visualize a female's orgasm. That's something that they've never been able to, it's been this mystery, but the thing is squirty, squirting demystifies it because it's an ejaculation like their own. And that's why men like to see the cum shot at the end of the video because it's like, oh yes, someone actually got off. We can verify that they got off. It's not like they're faking it with moaning and faces.
3: Well, that, that's what a uh, feminist claim that uh, it's, it's more that urine perpetuates a male fantasy. Come so by saying it's urine, you're just perpetuating male fantasy. Although I gotta say, I mean, how many dudes have you pissed on? Have you pissed on more girls or more dudes?
5: Um, okay. So... Like, who's
3: more into piss?
5: I have... That's
3: a tough question. Lots of tough questions here. Yeah, R- 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 <laughs> so I have peed
5: on people, but it's been people that I've wanted to be peed on and I made them lay down in the bathtub.
3: Oh, okay, you haven't uh, just done it involuntarily. No, something. no, Surprise. I've never... In-
5: I've- I've never involuntarily peed on someone um, that I know of. I have squirted, um, I don't know, several times. The first orgasm I had was a squirting orgasm. Um, There's been a couple of times when I've been booked for a squirting scene and I've had to pee. Uh, But I (laughs) could just
3: fake it. Not really. It's kind of it's hard. It's hard. I don't like well, to do it. I imagine more comes out with the squirt. Well, I guess you can't really gauge it. No, less comes out with the squirt. That's oh. why they ask you to pee. Oh, okay. It's because
5: less, it just gets kind of juicy. And you get that really great, like, juicy sound. When you start hearing that juicy sound, that's how you know that that's like a legit squirt.
3: That that is real squirting. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's the juicy sound is what you should look for. These scientists probably... Listen for. Yeah, these scientists don't know about the juicy sound.
5: Here's the thing about scientists. I was, I'm a high school dropout. Uh, at 21 years old, I got to consult UCLA. Um, I've also been paid to speak at Wesleyan. So university studies don't really impress me.
4: Here, here. <laughs> Plus, why did the scientists care? Like, he was going to put a stop to this. You know, (laughs) nefarious myth that women can ejaculate, and he went and he went into the lab, and you know, got some got some women to
3: get like, dude. But it's a it's a controversial debate, though. He's just good at
5: getting grant money. He's like, dude. It's I bet I can write a grant to, like, watch bitches come for the next year. His friends are like, no way. And he's like, dude,
4: See, then do this. See, now I appreciate that. Yeah, actually, now
5: yeah,
3: now I'm kind of like, high five, dude. I did would you guys hear like about that?
4: the, uh, this is kind of related, but did you hear about the kid? Uh, this was somewhere on the East Coast, uh, maybe in Massachusetts. I think it was Massachusetts. He was, like, a 15-year-old kid, and he snuck into one of the hospitals and pretended to be an OBGYN for, like, oh, no. three weeks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no but some uh, other
4: OBGYN was like wow these doctors I'm, I'm getting up there in age but uh these doctors like younger and younger well,
3: did he, did, would, he oh. did he look like neil patrick harris uh,
4: i assume so i, assume so, yeah, I mean back I have, then i would believe that but it's a great ruse to see some vagina as like you know a, a teenager
5: <laughs> well i was in uh i was in the er with some iud pr- troubles right before christmas and um they tried to get me to consent to doing a secondary pelvic so that the residents could learn. And I'm like, you guys? I was like, nope. Nope, that's not happening. They're like, well, and I was like, yeah, I'm totally prepped for this ultrasound. I'm leaving for there right now. We're not pausing so you guys can do another pelvic. I've already had one today. Thank you very much. Like a
3: big group of like five interns?
4: Yeah, in.
5: just
3: five
4: four. interns.
5: It was four. I was like, I was like really,
3: guys? Do you like, have like, a no pants rule for that? <laughs>
5: <laughs> take your pants away <laughs> a lot of those
4: interns are married to like the guys and they go home and the wife is like "I was work today it was fine nothing happened nothing really well, happened yeah. so when i was vagina. still a
5: porn star i was dating a doctor and <laughs> one day he's like i just don't know how you can do your job your job is so dirty and i was like how many finger how many buttholes has your finger been in today
3: was he a proctologist?
5: No, he was a oh. GP. Okay, so like, how how many, how many buttholes has your finger? <laughs> the answer was five. My answer for no. that day was, well, I have been two fingers deep in some pussy. <laughs> Zero buttholes, no buttholes for Ryan yeah. Keely.
3: He has a way dirtier job. Right. Anyway, Ryan, um, enjoy the AVNs. I will. I'll see you there. It sounds like you're gonna have a blast. I will definitely see you there. And uh, and people tune into Jukebox Radio. It's every Wednesday.
5: Jukebox Live. on Jukebox Live. Jukebox Live on Playboy TV. It's every Wednesday from at 11 Eastern 8 Pacific.
3: And it's live too. right? Totally live. So you can call in and you could talk to Ryan.
5: Howard Stern said it was the best show on television. (laughs)
3: <laughs> All right, yeah, people, you definitely want to check it out. All right, uh, we got uh, some stories coming up next. You know the way the show works. You send your stories. We read them here on the air. You send your stories to our podcast at com. If we give you credit, we'll send you a sick and care package. Before we get to our first story, here's a word from our sponsor.
6: Make this Valentine's Day one you'll never forget with this amazing offer from Adam & Eve. Right now through Valentine's Day, get 50% off just about any item and with your order you'll receive our specially prepared romance kit and an adult DVD absolutely free. Plus, free shipping on your entire order. Check out adamandeve.com today for this special Valentine's offer. 50% off one item, a free romance kit, and free shipping when you enter offer code DIDDLE. D-I-D-D-L-E at AdamandEve.com.
3: So the first story we got here came in from Callum. He says, this is fucking perfect. This guy even looks like a pervert. Yeah, if you looked at the mugshot, this guy really does look uh, like a perv.
4: I don't have the visual...
3: It's just funny so. you see what this guy is being accused of doing, and he's just smiling, like he just won, I don't know, some cotton candy at a carnival or something. He's like,
6: this is his smiling, and happy.
3: Yeah, mm. it's like, dude, you're you're being accused of child molestation. You should be frowning or at least mean mugging.
4: Maybe he also likes to bottom, and he is excited about going to prison.
3: That could be, but this isn't a prison filled with ten year olds.
4: Well, I'm saying maybe he also likes to bottom. <laughs>
3: Georgia dad forces 10-year-old son To reenact Brokeback Mountain sex acts with a dog I don't
4: remember any sex acts with a dog in Brokeback Mountain
3: Well, I mean, he's, he's reenacting a scene in Brokeback Mountain, using a dog.
4: Okay, I'll have to. I will withhold judgment on this. Uh, the way this article is
3: written, the week prior, he reenacted a scene from Deliverance, and the week before that, Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> I think I sense a theme going on here. <laughs> He's a film buff. He's a film buff. But there, all there has to be uh, sodomy, a little buggery in each of these movies. Uh, this is the best part about this story: is this guy's name? It's a perfect name for a pedophile. Isaac Seaman is accused of <laughs> child molestation.
4: His last name is literally Seaman.
3: Seaman, yeah. Wow. Uh, Georgia man has been charged with child molestation after police said he encouraged his ten-year-old son to engage in sex acts with a dog and recorded the entire scene on video. He's 35 years old. he was arrested after authorities were notified that the boy had shown this uh, YouTube video so the kid posted this video of him doing brokeback mountain scenes with the dog to YouTube. Well and then first he,
4: of all, that's a violation of YouTube policies. Well, maybe no, I maybe think it pretty not much is. How do you fucking know? a dog on camera?
3: I don't think the kid actually you know had his erect penis inside the dog. I think it was: well, What about the
4: dog's erect penis?
3: is that you could probably show red rocket on YouTube. Maybe you're right. (laughs) It's just nature, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure that's fine. I bet you there's like hundreds of videos of animals copulating. That's probably true. You know, with humans though. Well, maybe not humans. That's why I'm saying it's like, if the kid was actually like buggering the dog, then no.
4: Once again, I've jumped in too soon because we don't know what's
3: happening. Yeah. And furthermore, so he, he posted this video to YouTube it was taken down, so maybe it was a little more graphic. But uh, he also showed it to students at his school. So, you know, at 10 years old... It's a hell of a show and
0: tell. <laughs> <I really laughs> think about it.
4: Like, uh, this is my cactus that
3: I grew I got it in Arizona. This is me fucking my pet dog on video. This <laughs> is me and my dad playing our favorite game, Brokeback <laughs> Mountain with the dog. <laughs> Director and uh, star of the movie. That's better than my geode. <laughs> geode. Good one.
4: Um Geodes are pretty sweet though.
3: <laughs> yeah, they are. Even at ten years old, I would have been like, This is weird. I can that's the thing with molestation. I mean, maybe it's something the kid was groomed into doing with his dad and he doesn't know that, you know, the difference between right and wrong. Yeah, that's probably the problem. But if you're like four, okay, yeah, don't. you know, I'll jack off a dog. I don't really know that I shouldn't be doing this. But at ten years old, I'd have been like Dad, this is fucking weird. Why aren't we just playing baseball or something? Don't you think? <laughs> Pitching and catching? <laughs> well, no, not, not gay baseball. Oh. <laughs> just regular, we're going to go throw the ball around and pretend we're playing baseball. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or, or other things, like, uh, I don't know. Sometimes
4: they just call that playing catch.
3: Playing catch. <laughs> me, me and the rabbi didn't do that. But like uh, right. reading Torah or so, something, you know, a bonding thing with your dad that doesn't involve masturbating a dog. Hide the menorah. <laughs> I had the dreidel that game can be painful but uh, could you imagine if you're in class and a kid comes over and is like yeah check out this video me and my dad made and, it's and you're just, 10 years old yeah and like, your buddy's 10 yeah. years old and he's just jacking a dog off while his dad's like I wish I could quit you
4: is the dad also in the room or is this like a non-parental
3: supervised show and tell I think the dad was wearing a dog outfit oh no, I, I think the, dog, the dad's he's taping He's also a furry. <laughs> the dad's it's taping getting it. He's convoluted. taping the, uh, he's, he's Senior Spielbergo mm-hmm. making the video. Right. Um, the video showed Seaman telling the boy to reenact different scenes from Brokeback Mountain with a dog.
4: No, which, um, which scenes exactly? Because I don't remember any uh, scenes with a dog in Brokeback Mountain or any animal. I mean, they had all those sheep, but I don't remember them fucking any of the
3: sheep. I'm trying, you know what it probably was? The dog was probably, uh, what's Emmett? the guy that died? Carl. I don't know. Well, <laughs> Not Emmett. There's Jake Gyllenhaal, right? And, uh, yeah. Heath Ledger. So right. probably the dog was Heath Ledger and the boy was Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. Or vice so versa. So it really
4: could have been any movie with a sex scene.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but nothing specific... specifically
4: related to Brokeback Mount. I mean, were they in a tent? Is that what you're saying?
3: Oh, maybe they're in a tent, Were but I props? bet you there's like buggering involved. That's the thing.
4: There's lots of movies with buggering also.
3: There's not that many movies of buggering.
4: Well, not that many movies. I named three. So
3: Brokeback, Deliverance, and Shawshank. Name another one. Cruising. I don't know that movie.
4: Oh, without Pacino. Yeah, with Al Pacino. <laughs> there's that like r- ruthless
3: fisting scene in the gay bar. I guess then, if you think about that, then I would have been that, like...
4: That, I mean, that would get you up on... If you tried to reenact that with a dog, you'd be, uh, you know, the ASPCA would be on your
3: ass. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying, this kid's fortunate that your his dad is an Al Pacino fan. Your fist Pacino in your fan. dog's asshole. <laughs> he's, this kid's fortunate. He's, he's you know, his dad's not an Al Pacino fan. Ooh. And he like broke back mountain yet because well broke back mountain was a little bit of what were they doing A little horse play running around playing tag and the next thing you know a little bit of buggery and a tent. they call that they call that grabos grabos a little bit of grabos but like there's no fisting that no and that's like that's yeah that's a little
4: no on camera fisting
3: yeah that's some upper level like advanced level role playing yeah so uh, seamen coerced the dog into humping his son I'm not quite sure how he managed that. Peanut butter. <laughs> dogs will do anything for it. Uh, then he told the ten-year-old boy to grab the dog's hips and really give it to him. Is this a male dog or a female dog? I'm thinking, i uh, thinking a male dog. Because I'm, I'm trying to. I don't recall that scene from Brokeback Mountain. Maybe it was a deleted scene. We <laughs> wish the scene where they go at each other? No, the scene with the with the guy humps the dog and puts peanut butter on his balls. Oh, right, yeah. No, that didn't happen. It probably could have happened. Who knows what happened in the tent? Do you do you remember my favorite part of that movie is when the the rancher, like the old rancher guy was it Jack Palance or someone?
4: It no, like, it's uh the guy who plays Cousin Eddie from uh Oh, Randy Quaid. Yeah, it's Randy Quaid. Randy
3: Quaid. Uh, Cousin Eddie's just he gets like. mad at them. Well, though, wasn't he just kind of standing there, like, I wonder what the boys are doing up there on that mountain? And he puts his binoculars on, and they're just full on grab ass, like butt naked. And he's just like. Oh, and he gets man. mad. <laughs> Shouldn't have hired. They're both getting fired now. Why? I mean, if they're cheaper than anybody else, I don't
4: give a shit. And none of the sheep die. I don't, do, do, do they, like, fuck up their sheep herding duties because they're playing too much kerboss? I don't really remember the movie that well. But if they're taking care of the sheep, all right, and they're cheap, I don't give a shit what they do up there.
3: Yeah, but, I mean, I would um, be upset if my sheep were being eaten by, like, a wolf or something because these dudes are too busy buggering. That's what I'm asking. Is that is that what I, happened? I, I don't remember, actually. I kind of no. I, remember, I remember seeing that movie crying a couple times but i don't really quite remember what happened <laughs> uh, don't you own it no i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you will on your birthday um so uh seaman allegedly masturbated the dog and then he encouraged his son to do the same and after the boy had masturbated the dog seaman went back for round number two masturbated the dog again this, this dog has some stamina yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Because this, this article, once again, is kind of uh leaving out details, significant details. Like, did the dog come three times? <laughs> like was this masturbate till completion? You know? Yeah. And, we'll and know. if if there's no completion, is it just considered not horseplay, but you know, dog play, like you're playing around with the dog. Yeah. But if it's there's but if there's completion. Then it's like, okay, you're a sick fuck doing some bestiality.
4: Yeah. I think as soon as you start um, jacking off your dog, it's uh, bestiality. <laughs> as soon as you intentionally touch your dog's wiener. I mean, intentionally.
3: Does does that apply to cats? Yeah. Like oh, you're really God, going shit. for
4: it. You can't really see the cat's cock though. It's like hidden up in a pocket, right?
3: Not my cat. He's hung. John. Holmes. Oh, really?
4: It's just flopping around. <laughs> He's tripping over it.
3: No, I don't know. I got. I I got. I mean, you're the one who sleeps in the bed with him, with just your boxers on. (laughs) Does it ever get like caught in your mouth? I'm the little spoon in that relationship. (laughs) Um, the uh, sheriff, sheriff here, Steve Morris, said the department declined to file animal cruelty charges and chose to file child molestation and enticing charges instead. Enticing. Yeah, (laughs) it's the first one I've heard of that. But you know what? Is this really child molestation? It's child abuse. It's child abuse, but I don't think the kid was being fondled or touched. I mean, the kid was just reenacting scenes from his favorite movie. That's the <laughs> yeah, worst but, but part.
4: If, uh, it, I mean, this happens all the time. This is a very, uh, this is a significant thing in the news right now. You know, like when a kid, a, like a 10-year-old or 12-year-old kid or 15-year-old kid, guy kid, boy... Gets fucked by his hot ass teacher at junior high or elementary school. I mean, that's molestation, right?
3: Well, yeah, because he's a minor.
4: Well, if you have your do your kid put his dick into the dog, I mean that that's molestation also, right? By the same
3: rules. Well, I don't think the kid put his dick in the dog. The kid. I thought kind you said of- he was going at it with the hips. Yeah, but I think he was just probably... It didn't say he actually oh, it penetrated simulated the sex. dog. Yeah, I think it's a simulated sex. Oh, it really, so it really like was hunting. like a big budget movie. Was he taped? <laughs> it's talked? I'm not sure. You know, they, they don't really go into well, detail. Well, yeah,
4: now this is a, now I see where you're getting at. I don't know. It's not really molestation. I can huh? see enticing. It's just being really creepy. <laughs> being exceptionally creepy. I've never heard of the term... I mean, I've heard the,
3: the word enticing, but never in this
4: legal context. I don't really even know what it means.
3: Did uh, you and Papa Wackerly have like a favorite movie you guys watch all the time? No. <laughs> my dad's not big on movies. My dad my dad, loved Schindler's List. We watched, oh, we course. owned that movie. We watched it many times. <laughs> of course. He it's a did. great movie. But, yeah. uh, but that's the thing. Could you imagine like the bonding movie you have with your father? It's Brokeback Mountain. Like what did mom have to say about this? Like, you know. Uh, Isaac, that's a weird, weird movie to watch with the, with your son.
2: I want a goddamn Oscar <laughs> lady. Get off my back. My dad hey, actually watches you... a lot
4: of movies now that he's retired with my mom. But, uh, back like when I was a kid, I don't remember ever watching a single
3: movie. <laughs> I'm sure he took me to the movies when I was really little, but. Yeah, you know, it was weird. My dad's uh, predilection changed. Like when he was, when I was younger, it was only Holocaust movies or a movie that has to do with Israel. But then when I I got older, I mean, when uh, later on, I'd go visit him in Michigan, rom-coms. He loved, Sandra Bullock loved Hugh Grant.
4: I think my dad, I think a lot of men as they get older, uh, you know what happens is your testosterone levels, at least relative to your other hormones, drops precipitously, because my dad enjoys a good rom-com now too. I don't even think my dad wouldn't even know if you said, Hey dad, how, how, how do you like those rom-coms? He wouldn't even understand it. Cause my dad just thinks like, they're just movies, <laughs> you know, like he doesn't know what kinds they are. I mean, he might say like, well, that was a war movie or that was a horror movie, but like, like fine detail, like, or he'd say that was a comedy, but like a rom-com versus any other kind of comedy. My dad doesn't make a distinction.
3: Yeah, I, I I didn't really know what to say. I remember uh I went as when he was sick. I was back in Michigan and uh, we went to the Blockbuster cuz that's where my dad got his movies. Right. In Michigan, I think Blockbusters are still around.
4: Well, something like it
3: or something Red something booth. similar. But uh we ended up going Red to Blockbuster Box. and I'm looking for movies and I found this movie uh Defiance. Remember that movie? Daniel Is that the Craig? one with uh,
4: Daniel Craig? Yeah, that was a good one.
3: Good movie. And it's about the Holocaust. Yeah. And so I was thinking, you know, this is a great movie. Be like old times, me and my dad sitting together, eating popcorn, watching a Holocaust movie. And so I brought it up. and I was like, "Yeah, Dad, you want to check this out?" And then he had two movies. He had uh Sex in the City. Oh, my and dad somebody, loves
4: My dad loves Sex in
3: the City and, and Notting Hill with Hugh Grant. I remember this, and I was just like, "Hugh <laughs> Grant, what the hell is that?" I was like, "What? What are these?" He's like, "Oh, I love this movie." I was like, "Wait, Sex in the City?" It's like, "Yes, I've heard it's wonderful." I was like, "Oh God," I was like. I guess, can we watch Did you watch it with him? No, we watched my movie first, and then I just, I think I got, actually, I think I got really stoned and watched part of Notting Hill.
4: See, because my dad is an avowed Sex and the City fan. It's not a case of him bringing home the DVD and saying he heard it was good. I mean, he watches it.
3: Your dad watched a show? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the movie. Yeah, my dad was into the show. That is weird. I don't, (laughs) the rabbi didn't like the show. it's,
4: It's funny, and the girls are, the women are hot, especially if, you know, you're like in your 50s. I don't know. My dad used to be like, "That's Sarah
3: Jessica Parker. Such a horse face." <laughs> My dad's probably not looking <laughs> at her face. Looking at her jugs, and <laughs> she's got a nice milk farm going on. So, what yeah. do you have? What, what do you have here for the second story?
4: Uh, well, speaking of movies, <laughs> you remember <laughs> that movie? Uh, actually, movies. It, uh, you know, what? It, it's not a trilogy. It's a duology. Is that what they, they call that? Uh, there, you mean there's a sequel? Well, it's a. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not just a sequel. There's two. You don't. Two you don't installments. Call, yeah, you don't call like the second Lord of the Rings movie a sequel. I mean, it was like planned to be this trilogy, so. So would you know. call okay, would you call it a franchise? It's a franchise. The, and franchise. It, uh, the movie I'm speaking of, the movie franchise I'm speaking of is Weekend to Bernie's <laughs> damn, one and two. <laughs>
3: damn fine film. <laughs> what was part two about? The same thing. But who was dead? I
4: mean, if you put a gun to my head, actually, let's turn this around. Let's say I put a gun to your head and just started rattling off some scenes and you had to tell me whether it was in Weekend at Bernie's 1 or Weekend at Bernie's 2 or, you know, like we play Russian roulette, you'd be dead.
3: If you ever turn into like some evil uh, criminal mastermind or something, you should do that. You should go around like robbing people, but forcing them like you're going to get shot unless you uh, can name some scenes for Weekend at Bernie's.
4: You have to. T- I'll I'll describe some scenes from Weekend at Bernie's*, and you have to tell me if it's part one or part two. It would be like a variation on the "No Country for Old Men" uh, character. He just flips the coin, but
3: this would be more elaborate. You should make. You should film the video though, ISIS style, where you're wearing all black. The two guys just want anybody up. to see my face if I let him go. Cause like I accidentally
4: burgle some person who's like an actual weekend at Bernie's like fanatic we <laughs> knows just... all the scenes. <laughs> of course that was two or I get one wrong. I'm like, no, that was one. He's like, no, it was two. I have the DVDs. <laughs> so then he makes me watch it. I'm like, Oh, okay, you're right.
3: You're right. All right. And then I'm like, would now. you like to be
4: my sidekick in crime? <laughs> weekend at
3: Bernie's based crime. I've never been stumped before so for those of you
4: hadn't haven't seen weekend at bernie's uh i don't actually even remember the plot (laughs) somehow two uh wild and crazy guys with sunglasses and like light colored pants on uh because this is the 80s hawaiian shirts hawaiian shirts but i think they're in florida so miami you know daytona beach or something like that
3: so pastels
4: uh they got on to visit their uncle cousin Who's like a rich guy, but he was involved in, uh, you know, some like mafioso type some shady things. dealings and uh, somehow he's dead. <laughs> and somehow if they make him seem like he's still alive throughout the entire movie, they get a lot of money.
3: Is, is it that they, a pretty good description of the movie? Is it they get a lot of money or they or, or they don't die? Killed. Yeah, I think it's that's what it was. Or maybe a combination of, of both A
4: combination of both. Sounds yeah. like a good way to go about writing a movie like that. But there's some hijinks. Anyways, the key being how, for an extended period of time, would you, uh, simula, if you had a corpse, would you try and fool people into thinking that the corpse was alive?
3: Yeah, it's no easy feat.
4: Yeah. So the movie's a lot better than the story I'm about to tell, which I guess I <laughs> fucked the horse But here. do you
3: think this could be Weekend at Bernie's Part 3?
4: It might be a, it wouldn't be a Part 3, it would be a, what do they call it, like a reboot.
3: A, re- <laughs> a Okay, let's say... Retcon. Re- so if uh, Wackerly here is about the reboot, The Weekend of Bernie's franchise, this is yeah. how it would go.
4: Obviously, you want to make it much more dark and gritty. Anytime you reboot something, it always has to be dark and gritty. Have you ever noticed that?
3: Are you saying Christopher Nolan's going to direct this? Yeah. Okay. I mean like All if right.
4: I was telling my kid to jack off the dog <laughs> like we were in <laughs> like we were in Brookback Mountain, I'd be like, but make it dark and gritty. That's why it's a dog. It's like uh we're 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 beyond the gay thing. It's like if you went up to the ranch with a dog and you're just fucking the dog. <laughs> Jeez, Dad. Are you equating bestiality with homosexuality? Yeah I am. All right. Have uh, you noticed that Christian Bale's also the director?
2: <laughs> yeah. I think Christian
4: dark Bale's. And and Dad. <laughs>
2: I'm the dad.
4: <laughs> Anyways, in the dark and gritty, and you don't call it Weekend in Bernie's
3: 3, you just call it, like, Bernie's. Yeah, it's got to change the name, or Bernie's begins.
4: Bernie's begins.
3: <laughs> Bernie's rises. <it. laughs> Bernie rises.
4: Hey, this actually isn't even about a guy, it's about a woman. Okay, <laughs> Bernadette. Bernadette Vanzo? No, her name isn't Bernadette, you threw
3: me off. Oh, okay, but I'm saying you could call it that.
4: Yeah, the guy's name is David Vanzo. He's the, uh, you know, whatever that dude's name is in that movie. He was famous for a while. Wacky Guy 1. Yeah, Wacky Guy 1. The other guy is uh, one of the assassins in the TV show version of Fargo. Uh, He did a good job in that. I don't remember his name either. (laughs) Damn fine film,
3: though. You know uh, what? He can
4: play David Vanzo, though.
3: You know, Billy Bob got a Golden Globe for that. Oh really? Nice job, Billy. A, that was a good series. That's good. I recommend Billy,
4: it. My Billy boy. Uh, I don't know what David Vanzo's gr- uh, mother's name is, but uh, she's dead, <laughs> and uh, she's ninety years old, so it's no tragedy at that point. And but the problem is that he called. Uh, he called her into the. Like, who do you call <laughs> when your mom dies? Who do you call?
3: Like uh, the morgue, or the mortuary. You call the mortuary. When your dad died, he was under care. We still had to call, like, the hospice nurse and they had to come in and deal with it
4: all. Okay. So there was, but you had somebody who you knew, like, well, this is this is the person who's been taken care of and I called them. But what if it's just, like, unexpected and you just come home and, like, your mom's dead, <laughs> even though she's 90, so it's not a big surprise, but you're like, uh oh.
3: I think you call, uh, I think you just call the mortuary, the funeral home and they just like send somebody Which one? out. I mean, that's a private business, right? Yeah. But I think you got to pick one. You're like, Hey, my mom died. Can you do come you over and fetch the body? Do you go
4: on Yelp and start like looking you through probably reviews? probably do. Make a coffee. Well, I'd be here for a couple hours reading all the mortuary reviews in the area.
3: I would be doing some price comparisons.
4: Well, hopefully, yeah, that would be in there too. Uh... So he calls whoever. <laughs> I think he called the cops, which is probably I might call it like the non-emergency line. You don't want to call 911 cuz it's all over, right? But the shouting, but um I might yeah. call the non-emergency line and be like, "Uh, what do you do when my mom's dead?" <laughs> like, "Oh, is she dying?" "No, no, she's fully dead." Uh, oh, well, call this number or something I don't
3: know Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I don't really know either I, I I would probably What I would do is I'd probably call a funeral home and Be like, hey, uh, my mom just died You guys want to come fetch her?
4: Right And then they would tell you Like, oh, well, you're supposed to call the cops first Because they're supposed to come And like You know, just, isn't there like a county coroner Who's supposed to fill something out? Or do they do that at the funeral home too?
3: The death certificate, though I think is filled out at the funeral home
4: Oh, okay It's a one-stop shop
3: Yeah, they do all nice. of it Oh, nice. I would give them a good Yelp review. <laughs> One-stop shop. Made it really easy. It was in and out in like an hour. Do you remember that guy, uh, really creepy guy, uh, meth addict, Father Featherstone, I think his name yeah, is? Yeah, I do. That guy worked for a funeral home. Yeah, he was kind of like a character from Deadwood or something. Yeah, no, <laughs> with like a name. mustache and a, like greasy hair. He looked like guy <laughs> that guy that played wore some kind up. of wore like, some kind of a cowboy hat. And but like a like a bolo tie. He was just a yeah. weird guy. Always wore black suits. Anyway, he was his, on a lot of drugs. His job, like he would have to go out and just fetch the body. So when someone died, he would just go out and put the body on a you know a gurney. Yeah, throw it in the car. Because that's the guy I want to
4: see when my dad just died. Some weirdo <laughs> meth head. You sure you're gonna take this body to the funeral home?
3: Oh yeah, dude. I've been up for eight days. It's twentieth body I've gotten since we'll my see. last sleep. He, no, that guy would be up all night listening to that, that uh, shitty metal show they used to do.
2: hmm uh,
4: The problem here is that um, hours before he called in his mother as dead, he went to Wells Fargo, the bank, and this is in Minnesota, and uh, police suspect he may have put her corpse in a wheelchair and used her to get money.
3: <laughs> now, that's very weak at Bernie's.
4: Yeah, how much money? eight hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> the real crime here is this guy thinks small like eight hundred fifty yeah, bucks
3: yeah no on. but i mean I, you're I, I wheeling
4: could... a corpse around and going through the whole work weekend at bernie's routine they went, the movie wasn't about them trying to get eight hundred fifty dollars
3: <laughs> but what do you what do you think she did though do you think he like propped her up at the at the by the, in front of the teller and was just like yep she's fine but she can't write right now because she has arthritis
4: well she, she was just in a wheelchair
3: so do you think he just kind of put, i'll sign all the documents for yeah it.
4: he was like well she's you know feeble
3: do you think he put sunglasses on
4: probably i mean all, if, i don't know if you noticed, but all old people have sunglasses on because their eyes are all they can't take the light anymore they like it basically turn into golem when you get older
3: <laughs> shriveled and pale
4: and the coughing and everything
3: yeah and the coughing and,
4: and you're just like paranoid and like pretty racist <laughs> like it's <Hobbitses>. <laughs> <laughs> you covet- And there's some something you focus on like where's the tv remote yeah you covet your matlock yeah exactly um the w- witnesses at the bank told them the women the woman's feet were dragging under the wheelchair she didn't move and they couldn't tell whether she was breathing Police respond and I should say this about David Vanzo, in addition to the eight hundred fifty bucks, this is how it gets, this is when it gets gritty and dark. he'd actually was uh investigated multiple times for financial exploitation yeah okay. he, uh, he couldn't explain uh his mother couldn't explain when she was still alive a reverse mortgage she had for eighteen a hundred and eighteen thousand dollars
3: that's more like it. Uh, all right, so now that that's the big box, now I can understand that.
4: And cash withdrawal, multiple cash withdrawals, adding up to about in the neighborhood of eighty thousand dollars.
3: Okay, so this one we're talking was, serious money. Yeah, no, that's that's some cash here.
4: Did do you think she had other children? Because why wouldn't this guy just say, "Well, when she kicks it, I'm going to inherit all this stuff, and I don't have to uh, screw around with all these weird criminal <laughs> behaviors."
3: Yeah, I mean, I I wonder if uh, he must have had siblings because then he was like, I'm I'm just going to get the money. We're not going to have to split it.
4: Well, the reverse mortgage, though, that could be even fraud because that's that's not like actual money she had. Like, you can only get a reverse mortgage if you're a senior citizen. And it's kind of like it's some weird shady deal where the bank gets your house when you die.
3: So that's not like money that he would have got if she just died. How does it work, though? Do they pay him out? Like, they I, I pay you know. out with a reverse mortgage?
4: This is a perfect opportunity for us to just go into details that we don't know nothing about, and I'm just not even going to do it. Suffice it to say, you know, in the neighborhood of $200,000, he'd previously been investigated for getting, but this time, 850 bucks.
3: Do you think when he was at the bank, he was, like, pretending to have a conversation with his mom? Like, ventriloquist? <laughs> well, no, I, I'm just wondering if he's trying... how
4: how <laughs> I guess what's that mom oh you want $850 for your pills
0: yeah three hundred and fifty dollars
3: <laughs>
4: sir I his... can see your
3: mouth moving what are you talking about my son always makes his lips move like that he's got his hand up her ass yeah she's moving around uh, but no I mean I wonder if he was actually trying to carry on a conversation
4: I would do marionette style with strings above her head <laughs> <laughs> I think if he was a professional ventriloquist that could fool, you know, bank tellers, he'd actually have a career going where as it stands, uh, the cops came over, they looked into the room where she's dead and they said it smelled, there's a strong odor of piss and shit.
3: Okay. All right. So now that, now that's a problem because she don't was think... wearing
4: a fur coat in bed and
3: shit covered boots. <laughs> I don't think that ever happened a weekend at Bernie's though. They kept that guy pretty no. clean, relatively. Well, it was a it was a family movie.
4: <laughs> okay, yeah. I actually probably watched that with my dad at one point, if I thought about it hard enough. But uh, a reporter came over, you know, to Muckrake from Fox 9, the channel, and they asked why his mom had been covered in excrement, and he responded, Obama. what's excrement? No, he said, what's excrement? <laughs> the reporter said, excrement is poop.
3: Okay, so, He uh, said, no,
4: no, no, I hadn't changed her that day, which is actually kind of the opposite of an answer. That actually is an answer of why she smelled like excrement, because he didn't change her that day, but he seems unclear on the concept. He actually seems like that guy in the opening seat of Blade Runner.
3: Ooh, yeah, the uh, the um, android guy. No, yeah. replicant, the replicant. Right, android he's
4: taking the Voight-Kampff test. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Harrison, what's Ford. Just, Harrison Ford. Harrison <laughs> Ford. I'm trying to think of the guy's, the actual character's name, but he's like... Say you're. Uh, how do you feel if you're you're sitting with your dead mother and she smells like excrement? And then the android's like, "Well, it's uh. excrement." <laughs> and he's like, "Excrement <laughs> is poop. Why'd you just say poop?"
3: This guy seems somewhat Thank retarded. You. I mean, I mean, it sounds like he's somewhat retarded, at least mildly retarded. I bet
4: you a lot of retarded people actually know what excrement is. <laughs>
3: Well, they're covered in it, but yeah, but you're right though. This guy had he changed his mother, she probably wouldn't have had extra. Money. Yeah,
4: he gives a non or the opposite answer and considers that an answer. He also then said uh, he knows he's he's being uh, he's in trouble though, obviously because the cops are after him. He says my mother and I had an agreement. I took care of my mom for years. I'm the good guy here, not the bad guy. And I actually tend to agree. What do you I mean, mean this this
3: agreement was this contract
4: that he take care of her and he'd get and she'd give him all the money. I mean, if if you not if you forget about the financial exploitation before, which by the way, it only says he was investigated for it, it never said he was convicted. I mean, his fucking mom died and she's just old and senile and he's been taking care of her and he gets $850 out of their account at the bank and everybody's in they're, they're making a fucking federal case out of it and Fox 9 well. comes to your house and knocking on your door. I'd be like it's fucking $850.
3: Well, the fraud. It's like one week of groceries. Well, the fraud Actually, that's a previously. lot of groceries. <laughs> it's like a, two months of groceries. Not shopping. at Whole Foods. It's like right. well, one weekend of shopping. But the go. fraud, the previous fraud, I imagine is uh, what, what, um, what caused him to charge him, like with uh, federal charges. So how did he support himself? with the hotel, in front of the house? <laughs> you know, his mom probably had a, uh,
4: you know, social security check. I mean, in California, I don't know if you know this, but if if you're taking care of your parent or you know a sibling who's uh, got some issues, medical issues can't work, can't take care of themselves, I mean the state pays you like as if you're
3: like a uh, caregiver you, you a caregiver get a, yeah, huh like I didn't those know people that. who
4: took care of your dad i mean they were professionals that you guys hired, I take it, uh but in California, if you were just taking care of your dad, you can apply to the state, and they will pay you like i mean I'm sure it's not a yeah, ton. I was about to say
3: how much. It's not a lot, but what are the benefits? It's here? Something. I get free poo. Um, yeah, all the free poo you can smear. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, though, um, what what do you think the nature of this contract was? Like he <laughs> contract with his feeble mom. <laughs> I mean, do you think he like filled out like a formal contract with her?
4: No. Like you will give me the money agreement. from your house. It's a familial agreement.
3: This, I, I will mean, this change is the diapers.
4: I, tons of families deal with these issues, you know.
3: I guess, but I mean, it's just kind of weird the way he's like. We had an agreement. I mean, there's
4: the there's the failure to launch sibling, but then that's the one who ends up taking care of the parents. So you're kind of like, I mean, like, well, he is going yeah. above and beyond. Like, uh, you know, I when became a lawyer, but I don't have to deal with like, you know, mom and dad and their declining years. And then that person feels bad, and the other person, you know, everybody feels It's all just families are just shit. I mean, we might as well just come out of an egg, <laughs> you know, because all this family shit, it just sucks.
3: And you're forced. I mean, you're you're forced yeah, you can't to do it. Do by, it. Uh, you can't just by be blood. like, no.
4: I mean, you can't. You could. You could just. But aban- just you could abandon your, You could abandon your parents, but yeah, then you're an evil person. And that's what I'm saying. You know, in light of tons of people doing that kind of stuff, abandoning your parents or virtually abandoning them in some disgusting nursing home. You know, this guy was taking care of his mom and he got $850 <laughs> out of the bank. And now it's like,
3: it's like he's fucking Charles Manson. So let him have it. Well, right. what do you, uh, leave what, him do you alone. what do you think his Tinder profile looks like? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> That would be like one of the uh, most You can come dates. over to my place,
4: but uh, don't go in that room. That's, that smells like piss and shit. It's Mother lives room. in there. She Mother. doesn't bathe. Yeah, <laughs> his screen name is Norman Bates.
3: Yeah, that's frightening. So, um, I, I mean, I wonder what else he did with his dead mom, though, other than just Wells Fargo. What, like took her to Chuck E. Cheese or something? Or Taco Bell. or Yeah, who knows? Senior I
4: mean, discounts. Yeah. <laughs> like Bill Naps. <laughs> uh, we'll be dining on the senior discount today. Just when my mother here, in. He's, he's eating two meals. <laughs> he's like, order one for her and eats that also.
3: People, send your stories. Stick around podcast, com. we got some phone calls to get to. Uh, 206-666-3846 is that number. Before we get to our first call, here's a word from our sponsor.
6: Make this Valentine's Day one you'll never forget with this amazing offer from Adam and Eve. Right now through Valentine's Day, get 50% off just about any item, and with your order, you'll receive our specially prepared romance kit and an adult DVD absolutely free. Plus, free shipping on your entire order. Check out adamandeve.com today for this special Valentine's offer. 50% off one item, a free romance, shipping when you enter offer code DIDDLE. D-I-D-D-L-E at AdamandEve.com. So the first
3: call we got here uh, came in from England. Uh, This call has to do with child pregnancy. What is the uh, AOC in England? Isn't it like 14? (laughs) Or is that Wales? I need to go to one of those uh, websites that you'd never want to visit with your browser. I do think it's like 15 or 16
4: might be six i don't think it's gonna be 15 it's probably 16
3: i would, but i wonder if it's different by region like in wales it's like 14 scotland it's 12 i, well, yeah, I mean
4: but get, you said this is about pregnancy i mean if a if a kid knocks up another kid that's not an age of a consent consent issue
3: they're both kids well, I don't know if there's a kid If in it's like situation. a 30
4: year old knocking
3: yeah. up Like a 14 year old, then that's an age of consent issue But I, th- I think a lot of kids knock each other up I bet you uh, I, I know this This age of consent issue Came up on the show Several times, and we had just like A whole gaggle of right. perverts Might as well be us, called remember? the
4: pedo podcast
1: Alright, sick wrong It's well, student PJ I'm He's calling the... since last year I'm back in university Now and then had a story over summer, which I thought was pretty fucked up. What
3: do you think uh, PJ here is studying? Oh, I don't know.
4: <laughs> Animal husbandry? That's, a, that's
3: totally what I was going to say. <laughs> Animal husbandry. Guaranteed. a lot of sheep in Wales. <laughs> it's not not, a there's nothing show, wrong really? with
2: that.
1: It's no, no. Injury. But I
3: think they do have a lot of sheep.
1: Yeah, you might remember I called in about that fucking, asking advice about that girl pissing on me or whatnot. Might remember that, but anyway, the I story. Remember that. Come back home, and my 18-year-old friend—I'm 20, by the way—18-year-old friend told me, "Listen, I think I might have got this girl pregnant." So, anyway, fucking no big deal. Oh yeah, she's 15. So it's like, whoa, Ooh. a 15-year-old girl's got kind of pregnant by this guy. But then this is when it starts getting interesting. My 20-year-old cousin was in the army. Came back home and said, Oh, listen, I think I've got this girl pregnant. I was like, Fucking And it's happening all over. Oh, yeah, she's 15. <laughs> Turns out both of them fucked the same girl within the week, a 15 year old girl. Ooh. And they were now arguing over who the real father was.
4: Well, you know, now, I mean, p- does Wales have Mori Povich?
3: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. There must be, like, a Welsh uh, Jerry Springer or something. No, I guess this is more Maury territory.
4: Yeah, Maury is uh, you are not the father. Yeah, you are not the the father. father. You are the father. Can they do that DNA test, though, before... I mean, Maury, They always, the kid was always born, but this was a couple of years back. Can they can they do the DNA test before the kid is born?
3: I thought we are, I thought we did we uh, covered that with Steel. Remember oh, John Steele's kid? Yeah, they, 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 yeah the to kid has to be born. Yeah, but
4: same thing with Steel though. That was a long time ago. <laughs> we're
3: yeah. All that's the thing. This is now. this is recent.
4: Now, can they just like put a really long needle in
3: there and like poke the kid? Do you think the they animal? can do that with sheep as well? Like test the sheep placenta?
4: I mean, if they can do it with a human, they can do it with a sheep.
3: <laughs> and they we do think. in Wales.
1: To the child, which I think is pretty fucked up. Keep you sick. Keep it wrong.
3: So, so what happened? Who's the dad? Who's the father? I know. We need a follow-up call to that for sure. I know. You're leaving us hanging here. It's a cliffhanger. Now I'm wondering what happened. Um... Yeah, that would suck. <laughs> well, I think we know what happened. I mean, we don't know the outcome, but we know what happened. She's the slag. I wonder what like a Welsh abortion is. I mean, I wonder if there's like, you know, some crude term or crude definition for a Welsh abortion. Sounds like maybe it's a cocktail. Yeah. Who knows? But, I mean, I wonder what uh, these guys... Do you think one of these guys actually stepped up and like, I'll be the father?
4: No way. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, imagine if you and I both knocked up some the same girl. That's I wouldn't like be like, fan. well, I don't care if it's D's or mine. I'm going to raise it. No fucking way. If it came out looking <laughs> like you, I'd be like i'd be like doing the dance you would do, just do, do, do a rock paper scissor it's now i'd weird. be like i i feel like i know what we're talking about on next week's show bitch on the intro motherfucking topic how's that kid yeah, that would be, be what are you gonna name him I'd be like, lance hey, wackerly jr.? wacker wacker jr <laughs> yeah well it's still yours wacker jr simon <laughs>
3: Yeah, so uh, I want to follow up here. Give us a call and uh, let us know what happened. I mean, I'm, I'm wondering if this, uh, this, who's the dad? If I was the soldier, I'd be like, yeah, I'm out of here. I'm going back to Afghanistan. Fuck this. Trying to get my head blown off. <laughs> Better outcome.
4: I don't know, though. You know, he'll, I'm assuming he said that this guy caller said he was 20. The girl's 15. So then he'll be, you know, 35 and she'll be 30. It'd be just a normal relationship
3: by then. You just got to let time pass. Yeah, but I mean, how old's the kid? What, 15 years old at that point?
7: <laughs> yeah, weird. it would be. <laughs>
3: That'd be weird. I don't know.
4: It's better than having like a newborn when you're 40.
3: Really, don't you think? I think abortion is better than all of those. All of those options uh, do not uh, compare to abortion. I think... Uh, yeah who knows, but i mean I wonder if um if it's I wonder if they have like Planned Parenthood in every city in England yeah of course they do Do they yeah, I mean
4: the European countries are more progressive than the United States when it comes to abortion we're We're the country that's all hung up on it. I mean, besides like Islamic countries right I'm sure
3: like places like Italy though
4: oh you have like Catholic countries, I bet you even Italy, it's pretty easy to get an abortion.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I wonder. I d- I just wonder how it ha- ha- what, what you do in Wales about that. Give us a call. Let, let us know. You just know. go to the National Health Service. You're like, yeah, hey, you, you, you
4: need to get it sucked out of there.
3: <laughs> but do you think they just like, you know, the National Health Service, they just do re- abortions at a regular hospital?
4: I mean, there's probably a special clinic,
3: but. Because here it's like Planned Parenthood, which have you ever been to one of those? No. I actually, it's not, you know,
4: okay, here, Kids. Let me tell. Let me tell you something. Life's not lesson. not that hard to not get any girls pregnant, even if you have lots of sex. Yeah, condoms, condoms, birth control, birth control, and condoms. What happens is if you're having sex with lots of girls and you're all fucked up all the time, and the girls are
3: skanky. That's the thing. I mean, this because some of these
4: girls want to get pregnant, this, and they'll tell you they're on slag. birth control. And this is why you you wear a condom, even if she says she's on birth control. I mean. Not to even mention even all the fucking diseases you're going to get. Your dick is going to fall off. But it's not that hard to avoid getting a girl pr- I guess I'm talking to the the men, the boys in the audience right now. It's not that hard to not get a girl pregnant.
3: The six-year-olds in Wales, they, you know, uh, I think uh, when you're drinking that much, it's a little difficult. However, I can honestly say from experience, you do not want to be a guy at a Planned Parenthood. I know people say like, oh, did you meet easy chicks? It's like, no, you're going to be hated. And while you're sitting in that waiting room, they're all looking at you as if you're the cause, like you're the reason that they're there. Right. Terrible experience. You don't want to. I've never been there, but I can imagine. Yeah, you don't want to deal with that. Uh, so we got another call here from a longtime listener who's explaining the significant role that our show has played in his life.
7: Hey, fuckers. Hey, this is Wes. I'm Chico. Hey. Uh, I don't expect you guys to play this call I don't even Too know, bad. I necessarily want you to.
3: We're doing it anyway.
7: But uh he knows. I don't realize it was your nine year anniversary and I wanted to say uh It's
4: getting all choked up.
7: Congratulations. Why is he laughing? And uh, you know, thanks it's for backhanded. the years of entertainment. Um we were just reminiscing on the show and fuck, when I started listening I was nineteen years old, a fucking I was addicted to drugs. I was living with my dad in Alameda trying to get my shit together. And now I'm 27. I have a a real good job and fucking live in a house. I'm married. And like-
3: I'm sure sick and wrong influence you to uh, achieve these goals. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> We're like one of those crypto conservative
4: shows. Cause we're constantly making fun of people with the lives are all fucked up. Whereas if we were really like liberal progressive, we'd be trying to be more accepting of people with fucked up lives, but we're constantly belittling people with fucked up lives. And the message, the subtext is don't have such a fucked up life. Like get married, get a job, get a house, just fucking cool your shit.
3: I think the subtext is you don't want to end up being a subject on the show. Right. with crypto conservative. Yeah, Exactly.
7: Life has changed, you know, but, uh, and I'm sure it's the same for you guys too. <laughs>
3: no, but, thank God. Uh, Actually, not really. I you know, I don't think this show has changed my life in any way. Well, come on. When we started doing the show, we
4: shared an apartment. Speaking of Barack Bragg Mountain.
3: Yeah. But I mean, I just live in a one bedroom apartment in a different city.
4: Of your own. That doesn't, much. Have, that doesn't have giant cum stains all over the carpet and like coke residue
3: everywhere. Those were not my cum stains, people. Well, it doesn't. Did I say they were <laughs> yours?
4: I'm just saying there were cum stains and <laughs> definitely coke Might residue been, all over the but place.
3: Uh, I, well, I, there are some cum stains and coke residue here, but yes, it's my own apartment. But I can honestly say, I, like, I was thinking about this the other day. You're, nine, a, pet,
4: you're a pet owner, you're a pet guardian.
3: Think I guess nine that? years I got a cat. It's pretty you much have a Prius about it. Now you didn't have a car when you started. You have a Prius. I suppose I have a Prius, a uh, 2007 Prius.
4: You have a leather couch. You didn't have that before.
3: I had a couch. Mm, I had a couch. I just think it's gratifying. <laughs> I don't your couch. It's gratifying for me. I, you know, it's a, a vicarious sense of pleasure because our fans have uh, become more fully realized human beings over this past nine years right yeah that's good that's yeah. good it's good to see that you've you've grown as a person there uh, Wes
7: I don't know keep it up cause I have a fucking hour to commute to work and all the other podcasts suck big dicks anyway, it's true anyway, go fuck yourselves
3: alright Wes I guess we're gonna keep it up just for your your <laughs> commute <laughs>
4: Well, we could stop doing the podcast so we could just call Wes.
3: Maybe that's what know, we should do. Just Leave him yeah. a long
4: voicemail every week.
3: An just leave him hour a, like an hour-long. Like maybe this podcast should just be an hour-long voicemail to Wes. <laughs> I think that's what we're going to change the format, people. Maybe you just invented
4: something. Just voicemail casting. It's just one person-to-person podcast.
3: Yeah, but I mean, would it, would it just be me calling somebody and leaving a really hour-long voicemail? Or it would just be me and you. No, we you know, could three way West. Cracking Wise. We could three way uh, West. We could probably three way West. I guess we could do that. Yeah. Would you do it on a weekly basis or bi weekly? Uh whatever. It might be a little bit ad hoc. Should we change the name just to phone calls to Wes? There doesn't really need to be a name because <laughs> it's just gonna show up on his voicemail box. Yeah, but I'm saying when we put it out on our RSS feed. No, it won't go out to the world. It's just gonna be in his voicemail. Hmm. All right, I guess that's I could the beauty do that. of
4: it. It's like a it's like a boutique.
3: Will we still produce
4: merch? Yeah, but he has to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call that a bespoke? Yeah, the bespoke, be a bespoke spook, uh, a bes- where it's like no, made it's bespoke, specifically for
3: you. Yeah, bespoke t-shirt. So it'll just have a well, picture the, of Wes's face. The craft face. Is even
4: the craft would be bespoke because it would just be like about
3: issues important a to A customized craft for Wes. But I mean, there wouldn't be issues just important in Wes's life. I mean, it's
4: going to cost him like seventy-five bucks a week <laughs> for each of <laughs> us, so one hundred and twenty-five, one hundred and fifty altogether.
3: Yeah, but he's got a good job now. Did you hear him? He said that.
4: I know so. he shouldn't have told us that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> All right, we got time for one more call here. It's a thought experiment. Uh, let's roll the theme music.
2: experiment.
0: Hey guys, this is Sam in the East Bay. I got a little uh, thought experiment for you. Uh, pretty simple, but let's go forward with it. I know it's not sticking your dick in anything.
1: Good. How much money
0: would you be willing to dig out of a pile of human feces? <laughs> now, B, you can't choose who...
3: Did he say dig or lick out? Big. Okay, because I'm, I'm just saying, I wouldn't be opposed to licking if it's, a, if it's for the <laughs> right amount.
0: Shitting on it or what they ate, and uh, it can be neatly stacked bills. The shit just has to cover it entirely, like a nice little perfect uh, curly Q thing, if you will. Anyway, uh, my friends and I enjoyed that one, so I thought I'd share it with you. Uh, let me know what you think. Keep it sick and wrong Later.
3: So he calls back with an addendum. Uh, here's part two. Okay.
0: Hey guys, it's Sam again in the East Bay. I think I forgot to mention one part of that thought experiment. Uh, No gloves. You have to dig the money out with your bare hands. Uh, Again, no rolls of quarters, stacks of bills. Yeah, anyway, later.
3: You know, to be honest, like, a big pile of shit doesn't really deter me. That doesn't bother me.
4: Yeah, I was going to say, like, almost any amount of money. (laughs) I mean, maybe a five I would leave. But probably even a five. I I mean, anybody who responds to this viscerally to this thought experiment, like has never worked in a job where you had to clean public bathrooms. Yeah. (laughs) As soon as you work somewhere, you have to clean a public bathroom. You're like, yeah, there's uh, somebody else's human shit all over this room and I have to take
3: care of it. (laughs) And and you're not even getting money. You're getting like eight bucks an hour doing that. (laughs) And it takes you like 10 minutes to do it. So what is that? Like a dollar fifty? I mean, I think of that show Fear Factor. Uh, that When they rebooted Fear Factor after like a couple years, um, I remember I tried out with it with uh, my ex-girlfriend. But one of we never made it. We didn't get picked. We, we, made it, we made it to like the final round or something. We ended up not getting selected, thankfully. Because did you watch that show where they showed one of the stunts? And you're only getting 50 grand. That's it. The couple's only getting 50 grand. They had to drink a glass full of horse cum and a glass full of horse piss.
4: Now, I would drink those for 50 grand, but what you're saying it correctly is that's just one of the things you had to do. And that's that was like the
3: beginning of the series. So, it, it builds up from there for 50 grand. That's what I'm saying. It's like to dig out, you know, a couple hundred bucks out of some a pile of turds. With my
4: hands? That's not that, that big of a of a fuck? Deal. And you're like, oh, I don't get gloves.
3: No, if it was like a pie-eating contest, but my <laughs> hands were tied behind my back. Okay, then I'm like, all right, now we're going to have to up the ante to like at least... A thousand bucks.
4: Oh, I was gonna say a hundred,
3: <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah,
2: but go, I mean, go
4: work in a, a fast food restaurant, or you know, a regular restaurant as the person who has to clean the bathrooms, a bar, yeah, a where you bar, have to clean the a bathrooms. strip club. I mean, I worked at a, a children's camp. Talk about dealing with like other people's feces and vomit, uh, you know, anywhere where you have to clean a public bathroom uh this this hot experiment immediately becomes completely
3: uh easy to take care of exactly that's why i'm like you know just a dollar amount i would say 50 bucks
4: oh no 10 <laughs>
3: you do it for 10 you stick your hand if, in a pile I, of bum I'm, turds for if, 10 if bucks. i'm walking
4: down the street and there's a pile of poo and there's a 10 dollar bill underneath it am i not going to grab that 10
3: dollar bill Okay, what if I'm standing, you don't know me, and I you're walking up here and there's a big pile of shit, human feces on the ground, and I'm like, "Hey, dude, there's 20 bucks at the bottom of that pile." Uh-huh. Would you believe me?
4: No, but that's just because I mean, <laughs> you're not trustworthy. I have to know that it's there. And I'm, would, also gonna, I'm also going to I'm also going to spend it immediately. I'm not going to like shove it into my wallet with all my other money.
3: Yeah, but I wonder who's going to take your shitty bill. They're not going to know. <laughs> i would be like no dude go to the closest liquor store
4: i'd go to the closest liquor store and buy a bottle of tequila (laughs) have you ever known any of those liquor store dudes to turn down cash they're just gonna give it to the next person and change they don't care
3: that's what i'm saying it's like all liquor store people have all the shitty homeless people money right you know and that was probably covered in human turds anyway so really i think you you those guys
4: must have amazing
3: immune systems I just think this guy who's calling this thought experiment. Your friends just need to get some menial labor jobs, like uh, right. start working as a janitor. Maybe uh, hang out, like uh, be a BART station janitor or something. You know, <laughs> yeah. Probably well, those
4: ba- those bathrooms aren't open. They haven't been since nine eleven. But point. Oh taken. Yeah.
3: But anyway, I mean, there, there are jobs you could do where you got to deal with human feces on a regular basis. you be like, imagine yeah, the guy who has to bad. clean
4: the. Uh... The bathrooms at the rest stops on the side of the interstate, the yeah. highways, that's got to be the worst.
3: But I mean, if you think about it, there's, there's way worse substances to be the money to be submerged in. I mean, like how much, if there's a bucket filled that cum, would you stick your hand in that for five bucks? Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's easy. You don't even have to push it aside. It's liquid.
3: Yeah, but still.
4: The smell of vomit would be the worst, I think, but not the actual substance, but the smell would make you want to wretch, especially if it was like acidic, you know, Spaghetti-O
3: vomit. There are definitely worse substances. That's what I'm going to say. Anyway, people, call the SIGRON hotline 206-666-3846. Um, If you haven't been listening to the show on iTunes, uh, you really aren't a true fan of the show. Just go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate it. Boost visibility for the show. And you don't have to buy anything. You don't have to actually really support us. It's like, basically, you're just going there, downloading the show from iTunes, and that is uh, a way you can send us your love. Uh, People, we got prints over there at the uh, Sick and Wrong store. You can also buy a t-shirt, sickandwrongpodcast.com slash store. Uh, Those t-shirts never go out of style. You know that? We, we have to make a new one soon.
4: Really? I feel like the hot pink has just taken off in popularity.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of what fluorescent color we should use for the next shirt.
4: I'm going to stick with the pink. I'm seeing a lot of it, of it pink? on Facebook. Yeah, and people's, uh, you know, their Facebook
3: profile <laughs> pics. You were all about the pink.
4: I know. The kids today, they love these. It's like a throwback to the 80s, kind of. Yeah, you know, it's
3: like Prince. Prince probably wore Hyper a lot of pink color
4: and yeah. parachute pants and all that shit. I'm sure I'm already like a year
3: behind. <laughs> People, just go to cigwrongpodcast dot slash store, buy a pink shirt, and uh, you'll get some stickers. Well, the sh- <laughs> it's a black shirt with pink detailing. It's sexy, put it that way. <laughs> uh, finally, here, cigwrong song of the week. Um, I'm picking this out myself. It's my birthday this week. Might as well. Uh, the Head Cat with uh, Johnny Cash cover, Big River. Uh, the Head Cat is uh, it's the band. It's a uh, supergroup with uh, Lemmy. On uh, vocals, playing bass. You got Slim Jim Phantom from the Stray Cats playing stand-up drums, stand-up drummer. And I forget the guy playing guitar, but uh, it's a three-piece. It's great. They do all covers. <laughs> um, just saw him a couple nights ago at the Roxy with that uh, case. Oh, this is
4: a current band.
3: Yeah, it's Lemmy's little... Well, Lemmy doesn't do it very often. He does it like once every few years. Well, but, when you're um, complaining
4: about uh, being 40 years old and feeling old, I'll remind you that Lemmy is still
3: pulling ass on stage. I got I to gotta say, Lemmy, you know, he didn't look all that great because he's like 70 years of course old.
4: Not. <laughs> he does lots of drugs.
3: But he was, he did a whole show. And then afterwards, he was at the Rainbow. Just sitting at the bar, drinking whiskey, smoking cigarettes, walks with a cane now. And he was with um, this woman. I couldn't tell if it was his nurse, a hooker, or maybe both. Like she, <laughs> you know, she looked kind of like a hooker, but then she was also kind of taking care of him.
4: That's a high class hooker who's also like a registered nurse. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, who's their who's their fucking pimp, Quincy?
1: <laughs>
4: but he looked great. <laughs> all, though. The, all the kids will get
3: that joke. What the fuck is Quincy? <laughs> um, Lemmy's looking old, but uh, I, it's just nice to. It's comforting to see like a seventy year old dude still drinking whiskey at the Rainbow Room. I don't know. Hopefully, I, I'm, I'm turning forty, but you know what? I hope hopefully I have the stamina of Lemmy. Well, I don't know if I'm going to look in like In 30 years you'll
4: be doing the same thing you're doing now That's a good plan
3: well, I, could, I could see this podcast You know, <laughs> Still going 30 years from now <laughs> Anyway We're going to end the show here with Big River by uh, The Headcat People if they come to your town you should go check it out People will be back next week with episode 468 Until then take it sleazy <laughs>
0: prison on OITNB, dumb fuck.